Hi, my name is Lena, and you're listening to The Reboot, What Happens After 2020. Every Monday, we'll be tackling the current issues in this new normal and we'll also be motivated as we turn over a new leaf in 2021. So, are you ready? This is The Reboot, What Happens After 2020. Hi everyone, happy Monday! I don't know about you, but January is going a tad slow for me, although it may be going fast for you. (laughs) Today we'll be discussing an issue that was very much acknowledged when the pandemic hit, and this would be feeling alone in our isolation from the world because of quarantine. Before this all happened, we had always met with friends who we shared our burdens with, who we developed a support system in. And while all this is well and good, when the pandemic hit, we were all forced to be separated from physical contact with the people we knew, and therefore have become limited to the connections we made with them. That is, before we learned the value of video chats, (laughs) but it's not really the same, is it? So when the quarantine hit, we were limited to actual conversations with the people in our house, or if you're living alone, you were only with your thoughts. Now, we are all human beings designed to make connections with people, which means communicating with them. Extrovert or introvert, you cannot truly be self-sufficient and live in a world with zero communication. God has designed us for relationships, and by relationships, I don't just mean romantically here. (laughs) He designed us to connect with people, however antisocial you may be. I for one am struggling with this idea a bit as I am antisocial myself. But nevertheless, as we are humans made for connecting, quarantine has then made it hard for us as we have become limited in our conversations with people. And by being limited to only your thoughts, it can be sometimes dangerous. Sometimes, being alone with your thoughts can make you develop certain anxieties and insecurities, especially since you have all that time to overanalyze. Let me tell you this right now. Overanalyzation is such a dangerous thing to do. It is not only deceptive, but it is also painful. And when you overanalyze during a period of time where you are only forced to be by yourself with no human outlet, you may sink deep into a world of feeling alone. A world where you might feel that no one can understand you. That your isolation and quarantine isn't just physical anymore, but emotional as well. Emotional isolation. This is no small thing. For me, the signs that you may be going through emotional isolation is, again, you might feel that no one understands you, that no one cares for you, and that it's just you and, well, you against the world. If you are feeling these things regularly, I just want to say that I'm sorry. From the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry that you feel these things, because it is truly hard to go through this. Which brings me to give you this perspective. Even if it's only you, even if you don't have anyone around you, you will never truly be alone. Not really. Because we have a loving God who is omnipresent. Omni means all. So when you say omnipresent, it means all present. Or in other words, always being everywhere. So when I say that God is omnipresent, it means that the Lord is wherever you are, every day, 24-7, even if you yourself don't want Him there. You don't have a choice. He is always present. As I am saying these things to you, the Lord is right by your side, and mine as well. What an amazing God we have. So don't forget the fact that in times where you may feel slightly down, or even when you're outwardly sobbing, the Lord is right next to you. So here's the thing though. You may ask, if the Lord is always there, witnessing every moment I have, then why doesn't He do anything with the emotions I feel? The answer here is that the Lord wants a relationship with us. And the relationship means having free will or the freedom to choose on both sides. The Lord chose to be with you in your moments of anger and grief. But the question is, will you choose to be with Him? 
So here's another question. How do you choose to be with the Lord? In your moments of weakness, or rather, even in your moments of joy, acknowledge His presence in your life. Pray to Him. Talk to Him about what you currently feel and don't hold back. Of course, guarantee that you tell Him with respect, of course. Let it all out unto God. You may have withheld yourself from telling your true emotions to the people you've spoken to, but with the Lord, you don't have to withhold. He will not judge you for the way you feel because He knows where you're coming from with the things you tell Him. He knows why you are saying what you are saying and 100% understands. No justification needed. I gotta tell you, laying all of your thoughts bare before the Lord, especially in your times of weakness, is a moment that's indescribable. For me, whenever these things happen and when I lay these before God, I feel an encompassing peace. As if someone is actually hugging me, telling me, Hey, I understand. You don't have to be ashamed around me, nor will I condemn you for it. Just cry on my shoulder. It'll be okay. I guarantee you, it is the absolute greatest feeling I've ever had. Telling your friends about your problems is good too. Don't get me wrong, because it can make you process a situation. But never forget that the Lord is also our friend. Our best friend actually. He loves us for us, imperfections and all. He even died for us. The Lord's friendship with us is friendship goals like no other. So you may feel alone since you might not have talked much to anyone, but know that right now, sitting right beside you as you listen to this, that the Lord is just waiting. Waiting for you to talk to Him. Waiting for you to make the first move so that you feel complete, utter, joyful freedom in your relationship with Him. So here's the moral of the day. In this time of quarantine where we have very few moments of actual communication, being alone with our thoughts for a long amount of time isn't healthy. And this may lead to strong emotions. So when those emotions come, know that even if you don't have an actual human to talk to, you have a powerful, all-loving God there to talk to you, and furthermore, can't wait to talk to you. Never hesitate when you want to say something to the Lord. He wants to know all of the details. Know that in this time of isolation, you are not completely isolated. Feeling hyped up? Well, I'm glad. Let's do this. Happy Monday. Is your situation right now hard? Do you find it challenging to continue living life? If you are, I have good news for you. Our Lord Jesus Christ offers us peace like no other. He promises a life lived abundantly if we only claim His free gift. What is this gift? It is the gift of salvation that Jesus has offered us when He died on the cross to pay the price of our wrongdoings that we may be free from our sins and can live a life full of light. All we have to do is accept that gift. To accept it and welcome Jesus into our lives and our hearts, surrendering to Him and Him alone, living a life that's not just us anymore but the Lord's. A life where we'll never be alone. A life where we have a Father who understands us and will never judge us for the way we feel but will instead comfort us. If you want to accept this free gift, pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, I admit that I have sinned. I ask for your forgiveness and will now accept your free gift of salvation. I thank you for the sacrifice you made on the cross for me and the abounding love that you still abundantly give even after everything I've done. I thank you for everything you have done for me, whether it's in the past or in my upcoming future. I now surrender my life to you and choose to live my life for you and you alone. I pray this in your mighty name. Amen. Congratulations, my friend. If you have prayed this prayer, mark the day in your calendar as your spiritual birthday that you may always remember the day you accepted the Lord's free gift. God bless you.